Hey y'all, welcome to Yam Talk. This is your host, Angie Yam. This is your first time tuning in. Welcome. If not, welcome back. So y'all, we're back with another she is back. Hey Jasmine. Hey Angie. How you doing, girl? I'm you know I'm going. <laughs> going. Going. How you doing? I'm doing well. Thank you for asking. I'm happy to be here. Yes, 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 yes. So you know what I realized? I realized I didn't properly introduce you last week. I was just like, yeah, y'all, I got a new um a new co-host. I'm really happy about it. But they're like, one of my friends is like, we don't know who she is. Like, <laughs> like drag me. I was like, okay, maybe I should like properly introduce her. So Yes, y'all, this is Jasmine. She's an awesome therapist like me. She does the whole sex therapy thing. This is a sex positive podcast, y'all. Yes. Hey, y'all. Was that a proper introduction? Yeah, it's good. You know, we'll play some eventually. <laughs> that's, that's, that's enough, right? We can't get everything. That works. <laughs> a little something, something, something. So y'all know I like to start off every episode with a fact about yam. So did you know that yams and sweet potatoes are not related. Did you know that? I didn't know that because I think people call them the same thing. Like people are like, we're making yams. I got sweet potatoes. But Angie, don't shoot me. I like sweet potatoes. I don't like yams. I'm going to block you, Ashley. <laughs> <laughs> How do you not? Y- what? Oh, I probably should have told you this beforehand. I actually don't like yams. You don't like yams at all? I don't. Candy yams? No. What? I'll eat them, but it's not like I like them. Wow. Yeah. But I love sweet potato fries. So I was like thinking like they're the same thing, but they're not. Who made you these yams? I've never had any that I like. So okay. Them. All right. So I'm going to make you some. <laughs> Okay. And then this is going to be a whole different thing. <laughs> that could be like one of our blogs or something. It could be. Yeah. I'm going to make you, some, no, I'm dead serious. I'm going to make you some yams, some candied yams. Okay. And you ain't going to say that. You were like, girl, <laughs> this is it. That's it. Probably should have said that before. <laughs> I can't believe so the person who was making them didn't make them right for you. I, I, and, and I'll eat them. It's not like something I'm like, ew, I don't like this. I'm not going to eat it. It's just like, eh, I'd rather not. Wow. That's for now. <laughs> for now. We'll give you this for now. Oh, we girl, I didn't know. Oh. No. But sweet potatoes are bomb. They're Great. both are good, but they're not touching the yam. Okay. <laughs> touching a candy yam. Mm. All right. The more you know, y'all. <laughs> the more you know. So let's just jump into some entertainment news, friend. Uh, you were telling me about this Kim K and Kanye thing. You know, they go into their divorce, and the court finally said that Kim is officially legally single. Now, I don't actually know the significance of that, but apparently once you get married, you have to actually file to be legally single, but she's legally single now. Oh, I didn't know that was a thing. 
me either. You know what comes up for me when I think about this is the fact that Kim has all this freaking money and she can do whatever and it's taking her this long and this hard to be divorced from someone. Imagine the people who like don't have that money and are trying to get away from like really toxic relationships. Yes, abusive, terrible. Yeah, wow. And if she has all this money and power and it's taken her forever and it's really hard because he's making it hard, imagine the people who don't have all that Mm -hmm. and then the partner makes it hard. Wow. Yeah, Kanye went out. He wasn't going out easy with this thing. He, he ain't never do things easy. No, that's not who he is as a person. Oh, not. not that I've ever seen. So did they talk about the kids at all? Like like the um I think they're still trying to figure out the custody stuff. Um, but I think I heard, I don't know if it's true, but I had like read somewhere a couple of weeks ago that he bought a house like right next door or across mm-hmm. the street. So, I mean, I guess custody, yeah, the physical custody, but they're going to be right next door, then, you know, can't be too hard to figure out who's going to yeah. be one day, one not. Hmm. But I think they're trying to figure that part out. I just, I don't really like the way he's going about things. I don't think it's like very, I don't know what the word I'm looking for, but it's not cool. He's messy. Yes, he's messy. messy. It, and it gives, it makes him look bad. I think it just makes the whole scenario look bad. And most people, a lot of people are like, oh, we don't like the Kardashians, but this is making them look real good. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, because he's making things difficult. Like, but is he really? Because I don't know. I don't know enough enough about everything to to say that. But from what I saw, like, don't shoot me or nothing. To me, it looked like he was just trying to spend time with his kids. Like, I haven't read any stories, but... Like what I did see was like he made a complaint about um he didn't want North on TikTok mm-hmm. or he brought it to the to the media and like that wasn't un- that wasn't necessary. Like don't come to like Instagram and stuff about your personal business. And then it seems like he pulls the social media and not that I think because I think it's pretty well known that Kardashians use social media and that's part of how they maintain their empire, which is fine. But yeah. I feel like he's pulled social media into it sometimes when like neither Kim nor the Kardashians did. Yeah. And then he also came, claimed that Kim's mom, so Chris, her boyfriend, cheated on her is what he claimed on social media. Like, and they were saying that's not true, whether or not, I don't know. But like, he's pulling all this stuff. He's just being messy. Yes, just just very messy. And I don't know why he thinks that means she's going to want him because I don't think anyone will want to be with someone like that. I hope no one, none of the listeners want to be with someone like that. Yeah. And then speaking of, I just like, I was looking on the, um, not the shade room, one of those sites. They were talking about his latest, the girlfriend that he just recently had. Mm-hmm. She, she was talking about how like in their six week relationship, like she felt like she was being casted and she lost like 15 pounds um, oh while she was with him. So it's just like, what's her name? Um, don't tell me her name. What's that girl's name? Julia Fox. Yep. What's her name? Yeah, she's saying it was like really toxic when she was with um with uh Kanye. So messy and toxic, maybe? Very, very messy and toxic. Mm-hmm. I feel like though this has been a long time coming, though. Like, I think even like at the beginning when they would like Kim and Kanye got together. This sounds like very familiar with the beginning. Then when you think of Kim, or excuse me, Kanye and Amber, this sounded kind of like what it was then too. I see. Yeah. 
So at what point, what becomes the common denominator? Him. But the thing is, you know he's messy. Yeah. You know he was messy before you got with him. What you thought you was going to make things different? Girl. It's crazy. I don't don't have sympathy for people. Like, when people show you who they are, like, we know this this is who Kanye is. Mm -hmm. He's been showing us this was him from the beginning. Like, even when he just, like, first got into like music like he was always Mm -hmm. extra like he was always like so into his art and like we like it was it was always a little off we were like you know he's just passionate about it and now like and then then he came open and he got open with his diagnosis and he's bipolar he had bipolar and that came out which is you know understandable but then also consider what happens sometimes and and then he talked about how he was like unmedicated at a period of time and then all this stuff was happening and kim has talked about his mental health a lot and how it's really hard Mm -hmm. Um, but like at the same time like kim like you know, you kind of saw this kind of coming. You know what you was getting yourself into. And there's nothing wrong with that, but, you know, just consider that. Yeah. Life is going to life. You saw it. Mm-hmm. Now life is life and you don't like it. Yes. Yes. And I'm sure it's messing with her money. I'm sure. Oh. I'm sure. She's a lot of children, you know, like, that she has to, that she has to take care of, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, it's not just her. Maybe it was just her will be easier but they brought all these kids into the world that she has to that they both have to take care of and they both have to still co-parent mm-hmm. which is like I feel like that's probably what's making it also a little bit more challenging so I don't understand why they all want to just start dating so quickly which to me is kind of like weird because like he's with Julian and he's with this other little girl now she's dating Pete and it's like they're always like oh we're out doing so and I get like you should have your own life you know after divorce like parents need to date and stuff like can y'all just relax for a little bit like yeah maybe it's it's un it's unusual I think you know I mean to each their own though I mean it wouldn't be me but to each their own be me wouldn't be me not be me celebrities gonna celebrity though that's That's true and it's gonna help us because we're gonna be listening yeah. and talking about it <laughs> and tell and show me what i'm not gonna do you know <laughs> that is that will do it for you that yeah. will do it what i'm not gonna do Ooh we but moving on this is kind of old news but the brat got married to the real bb judy i forget what her real name is but she has like the drops i don't know if you've seen them she has like the drops that people we put on their edges and she like brings people's edges back to life. Do they actually work is my real question. I don't know, but she didn't, I be seeing her drops on them edges and <laughs> got thick I'd be wondering them. like, okay. I also feel like people losing edges were not important 10, 15 years ago. Nobody was talking about that. Nowadays, we always be talking about where are your edges, where are your edges. But do those things actually work? <laughs> I think so. I think, I think, so. well, I feel like that in addition to you, like, because when people decide they want to, this is what I would assume. When people decide that they want to work on their edges, they stop getting styles that pull at them. Pull oh, yeah. yes. So then that in addition to the oils and stuff that help stimulate the growth, 
I feel like that helps because it's probably like jam packed with like biotin and stuff, the stuff that kind of helps you grow your hair. So like just adding a bunch of that to like stimulate the, the hair roots and stuff. Yeah. yeah, I don't know what I'm talking about. What it sounds like. <laughs> I feel like that. Yeah, I'm listening. I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Girl, <laughs> you could have been an advertiser for them. You could have advertised, but this is what we do and our, our, our oil and our drops. That's what I think it'd be doing. So like... <laughs> <laughs> but, I, but you're right like 10 to 15 years ago nobody was talking about these nobody was talking about edges Mm-mm. and this is gonna sound crazy but I feel like people talk people when they're talking about their edges now they're like there's a problem like my edges are falling out 10 15 years ago no one was talking about it, and I don't feel like people's edges were coming out 10 to 15 years ago I don't feel that way I mean it was thinning probably I know but I don't think it was like it's now so I'm wondering is it these new hairstylists and what they doing is that what it is I think it might be those like I like I love those wigs I mm-hmm. want to be able to the wigs when they put the cap on and they get yeah. the the glue and they spray the stuff and they put the makeup on it I feel like putting all that glue and stuff right here mm, that would have did it it's probably eating at it but now that I think back think back you remember like back in the day everybody was getting those um braids by the Africans and they were grabbing these little pieces of hair remember you could get every piece of hair that you had and they would snap into the braid even back then I remember like oh that that's eating up that girl's hair like her hairline's going back but we didn't call it edges oh maybe that's yeah maybe I feel like it's a new thing. I it's it's something. 10, 15 years ago, ain't nobody had no problem with their edges and everything was fine. Yeah. But also 10, 15 years ago, I feel like everybody was relaxing everything. So if you relax the thing, you ain't got to worry about your edges because your whole head is gone, depending uh-huh. on how you do your relaxer if you don't do it right. There, I think relaxers are, are coming back. I feel like they are. I'm considering it's been 10 years since my last one and I'm I'm thinking about it. Yeah, I stopped getting um, relaxed in 2009. Mm. I went I went to undergrad and I just said, oh. I stopped after I went to undergrad too. When I got to college, I stopped. But it was mostly because I didn't have a car my freshman year okay. and I couldn't be driving. Like I wasn't going to take a bus just to get my hair done. Yeah. And my parents were not going to pick me up. Mm-mm. So that, that was my motivation to stop. But it's been, yeah, my freshman year of college. That was the last time. Yeah, so it's been a while. I mean, I saw this girl, on, of it. <laughs> I saw this girl on TikTok and it was beautiful. Oh, and if it's done well and maintained, it looks nice and it can have healthy hair. It's just about if you maintain. And I feel like also 10, 15 years ago, a lot of the hairstylists weren't learning how to maintain it. They were just like, here's a relaxer and go on with it. Yeah. But I feel like when people take care of it, it looks so nice. Yeah, I feel like we know how to take care of it now. Mm-hmm. That's the that's the big difference. Like we we know how to maintain relaxed hair. We know how to maintain natural hair. Yep. We know how to maintain all the hairs. So you know, and I feel like we should stop. Like a lot of people are policing women that are getting these relaxers. Like, oh, you need to do that. Why don't you like your natural? Yes. Mind your business. Let her do what she want to do. Also, for some people, myself included, natural hair just takes a lot of freaking time to do. Mm -hmm. Like it just does. And some people like me are just lazy or just quite honestly don't have the time even if they're not lazy. Mm Because then I'd be thinking if when I take care of my natural hair, like leave it out, 
I have to get up almost 45 minutes earlier than I would any other time because I have to take time to take it out of like my protective style overnight. Mm -hmm. If I'm going to wash it that morning, like that's extra 45 minutes I can spend sleeping. Yeah. 45 minutes times five days a week. That's almost like four hours of my week. I'm like doing. That's a lot. Yeah. That's a lot of time. Mm -hmm. That's four hours of sleep I'm losing. Yeah. Wow. I mean, it's a lot when you think about it. (laughs) Some people don't consider that yeah that's true whatever you do just do it well that's mm-hmm. it or just do what you want like you know what you want, want. yes just do it that part i love they that talk anyway <laughs> do what you want life is short at this point honestly it's just hair that that's just what it comes down to it's just hair yeah well the brat got married to that girl and they seem really happy the the wedding was really cute you know her sister Mm -hmm. what's her sister's name don't tell me her name you know her sister she was in the players club uh what's her name what's her name oh she's escaping me her big her her big sister you know her what's her name ah lisa ray lisa ray lisa ray Good job. Yeah. <laughs> I think that the brat and um and the real baby Judy, I'd have gotta learn that girl's name, but I hear that <laughs> they are expecting. And <gasps> no way. That's so cool. Congrats to them. Yes. Good rats. Yes, good stuff. So Lisa Ray, she was mad because she found out about it on Instagram. I thought Debrat and Lisa Ray would did not have a good relationship. They're not That's the closest. That's what I thought. Yeah, and I think yeah. So like Lisa Ray took it on to like she was on somebody's radio show or some podcast, and she was like, "I mean, it's funny. Like I don't like that I had to find out on Instagram, but congrats to my sister. Like, girl, okay, Ooh. you didn't have to say all that, you know, just." Say congrats. Yeah. And that's probably why the brat doesn't tell you anything. Because look at the way you're acting. You know, you was just at her wedding, like. Yes, that that does not. Oh, that doesn't sound good. No, I think she's just a really pr- protective sister and kind of a little bit overbearing because she's older. That and, makes, Yeah, that can make sense. Yeah, and the brat is just probably like, listen, I'm just excited to live in my truth and be who I am with the woman that I love so everybody can mind their business and I'll tell who I want to tell when I want to tell them. I just want everyone to be happy and to like find someone if they want someone that makes them happy or someone's if they want more than one person. I just want everyone to be happy in whatever that looks like. Yeah. I just want everyone happy in every sense of the word. So I think the brat is happy. No, as as deserved. That's just what it comes down to. And that's all that matters. She's happy. So we're gonna let her be happy. Yep. Period. That's all you want. If you want to be happy, go for it. You deserve it. That's it. All right. That's all I want want for people. I love that. You better be positive. Want people to be happy. So nice. (laughs) So moving right along to our topic yes we so our topic is having sex with a friend (laughs) so yeah so like what do you think about that do you think the 
friendship would change? What happens afterwards? What are our thoughts? You want me to go first, Dee? Yeah, I'm. A, I'm. A, let me gather my thoughts for a second. So you go first, Angie. What do you okay. think? So having sex with a friend, Uwe. I. I mean, I believe. So this kind of thing takes me to like the friends with benefits type of thing. Like, mm-hmm. I do not think it works. Honestly, I don't. So I don't think it's a good idea because somebody's feelings are going to get hurt. Someone's going to like, even though you can be like, you know, we're just homies. Somebody's feelings are going to get caught up in it. I don't care what anybody's like. Somebody's going to get caught up. Someone's feelings are going to get hurt and then the friendship will not be the same. Mm-hmm. So people do it. Yes. I don't think it's a good idea. What happens afterwards, immediately afterwards, it's like, oh, that's fun. Let's do it again. And the more you do it, the more somebody, somebody's going to get caught up. Mm-hmm. I think, okay, now I'm changing it. I think it might work if you no, it's not going to work. I was saying no, it might work. work if you do it one time. Like maybe one time it's just like, oh, a drunk night, boom, 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 boom. But then it's, it's going to be weird afterwards. So mm-hmm. I just I just think it's not a good idea. And if you're having those feelings about your friend, like just weigh out the pros and cons. Like, are you willing to lose that friendship? You know, because I personally think it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't I don't know. I'll be honest. I don't know. I guess it depends also on like what kind of friend this is. Is this like you and someone were like, hey, we don't want to be in a relationship, but we just want to have sex. Um, even though we tried the relationship, I don't think that's going to work. Um, or is it like literally like we're just friends. We've never. And then one day we were like, hey, like, do you want to have sex? And then it ended up being a thing. I think maybe that'd make it a little different. Personally, mm-hmm. I have tried it. and. I can't do it. (laughs) It's hard. I find in my experience, either I catch feelings, which is like nine times out of 10, or the other person catch feelings. And I'm like, if I wanted to be in a relationship, we would be in one. And if you catch feelings, that's not going to work. Versus on my end, I begin anxious when I have feelings. So I don't be telling people. Okay. I'd be crushing to have feelings for like months. And then (laughs) we'll one day be like, by the way, I like you. Could we be in a relationship and disappear for months later? Oh, now <laughs> and then I'll disappear for another couple months. <laughs> uh, uh, it's, that's me. I be I just get nervous to be telling people. I don't think it's a good idea. I because like it's such an intimate like we like it's just too intimate for me mm-hmm. to just be like let's go like it's too much. It's too mm-hmm. much, and I feel like some. I think it's people who say that they can just like do it mindlessly. I don't know how they, I guess they dissociate when they're having sex for that to, for them to not be able to catch a feeling or two. But I just think it's kind of. And some people, they can, some people, they can do it. Some people are like, yep, that's me. And they, and, and it's more power to them. More power to them. I don't want to do that. No, maybe I can say maybe younger Ange, maybe younger Yams was about that life. Younger Yams had her had her fun. You know? <laughs> younger Yams was having fun out there. Yeah, younger Yams was very mixy. 
Go ahead. I'm go ahead, but older yams, I guess. <laughs> Power younger yams. Yeah, yeah, younger yams. Go ahead, younger yams. But, Do your thing. But current yams is like, nah. <laughs> I am not for that. I'm not for like just just connecting with so many different people in that way you know I just can't do it it's not for her Mm-mm. I feel like if they're so actually maybe my question I guess is like do you think current yams current yams if current yams met someone and was like yes this is what I want and like I want to have that connection with you mm-hmm. and then met someone else and like really connected was like hey I want to make that connection with you too could current yams have connections with more than one person at the same time? No. No. Current yams cannot. <laughs> it's too much. I don't like, I don't know. I don't want to do that. I like, I like, I'm one and done. I'm a one and done kind of girl. Oh, okay. very, very, very monogamous. <laughs> As we're talking about this, I realized I got another convention. <laughs> like as we're talking about this, we're like sex with friends. And I was like, no, I couldn't do that. But then I just realized I am doing that. <laughs> well, where's that? So, so I'm currently having relations with a couple okay. and we're friends. Like they're a married couple and mm-hmm. then there's me, but we're friends and we have relations in that way. But y'all, but, but we're just friends. And it works. And it works. But I, I think it's very, I think that though that I think it works because like they have their own relationship, they're married mm-hmm. and like they've known each other for X amount of years. And then they were like, Hey, like Jasmine. And I kind of like, kind of got in that, but I think it's only because it works like that. I don't think I could like be friends with someone and be like, Hey, let's be friends and like do this unless I knew they were with someone else. Okay. I like, that, like that I was doing that. Cause I mean, I'm friends with them and like, I talk to them frequently and like, I talk to them separately, but also together. Yeah. I think it works in that way with that boundary. I can see that. I can, I see what you're doing there. I see it. It's fine. It's not for me. <laughs> but I love it for you. No. Like, it's, I, it's fun. <laughs> you get the best of both. Is it like a hetero couple? Yes, it's a hetero couple. So it's a man and a woman. And they've been married for X amount of years. And I met them. And the woman was like, hey, like, I've never had sex with another woman. Like, I'm interested, but, like, my husband also wants to join in. And I was like, yeah, okay, let's do this. (laughs) Yeah, okay. (laughs) (laughs) And we've done this now. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe I totally forgot about this. We've been doing this for, like, a year now. Really? Yes, I met them. I met them in October of 2020. Okay, pandemic. Yeah, I met them during the pandemic, actually, is when I met them. And like the first time we all got together, we're like, let's do this. And it was it was awkward at first. Um, but now and but we were talking like almost on like a daily basis. Okay. So y'all of, like, separately and stuff like yeah. that. So, like I talked to like the husband separately, I talked to the wife separately, and like sometimes all three of us will talk, but then like we were like, Yeah, let's do this. And and the first time we like all met, it was like a plan between me and the wife. Okay, we were, like, let's just bring the husband and like don't tell him. And so I totally like surprised him. He thought he was like going to hang out with his wife for the weekend. And then I was like, surprise, I'm here. <laughs> Whoa. Hey, everyone. Jasmine's here. So wait, I got a question about this. Yes. I'm intrigued. Okay. So do y'all ever like, so 
So when y'all get together, like say, so say you're just linking with him or just linking with her. Do you let the other person know? So they always, we always hang out initially together. But if let's say like, let's say if like just me and her wanted to have sex, we would like, it would, we'd probably all three of us like have like a threesome together. And then later on be like, later that day, be like, okay, it's just me and him or me and her. Cause we've done. Um, I, they've, I get the impression that like if one of them wanted to and like I'm open to if one of them was like hey I just wanted to be me and you for the day like I would be like that's fine mm-hmm. um, like what they said in their own like guidelines. okay come on communication <laughs> I think but I think so maybe that's what it comes down to it comes down yeah. to like having that communication and setting those because I think and I recall like doing this it's like I had to set like very firm boundaries with the couple and be like this is what we're doing and you know this is what's happening and things like that okay and like, there's a lot of negotiations there. Yes, like all the communication. Yes, I think that's what it really comes down to. I can't believe I totally forgot I was doing this. <laughs> I yeah. haven't, I haven't seen them in a while. Okay, um, they have like other stuff going on, so I haven't seen them in a while. Mm-hmm. But now I'm probably gonna text them and be like, "When y'all want to come over?" <laughs> Missing y'all. Oh, that's fun. I love this for you. I really do. Like. I love that you could do like something that's like out of our, you know, norm. Well, like, so, you know, like this kind of stuff happens. Like the the norm time. is kind of like, this was like a one-time thing this happened. I feel like that's the norm versus like me. Like we've now done this four or five times at this point now. Yeah. Uh, so like, but most people's like, yeah, like, it's like, oh, we're just at this party and like this kind of happened. And it's yeah. like, versus like, we are like, we planned this. <laughs> this <is so laughs> we're like, hey, like, here's what's going to happen. Yeah. Um, I mean I've seen the couples and stuff like you know on the apps and everything and that's what's up I think you have to find and you have to find couples who are like totally solid in their relationship because it's either it's either the wife or the husband came to me and was like I don't want my partner anymore like I I'd be like this is not what I signed up for I did not sign up to be in a relationship with y'all I signed up for us to have a friendship and then occasionally we have sex and yeah this is what I yeah and it's more like we actually are legitimately friends like I know what's going on in their life like they talk about like their family and vice versa I tell what's going on in my life you know yeah like it's legitimately friends so I guess I changed my answer and yes I think I could but I think with the caveat being like, if that person's in another relationship or like doesn't want a relationship with me and we just want to be friends, like it has to be very clear. Like, very clear, very strict. Yeah. Yes. Very strict boundaries. Hmm, because I know someone who tried to do what you were doing and it ended up going bad, you know? I feel like it could, if it's not done well, I feel yeah. like it really could. Yeah. I have a friend who it didn't end up going well for him. Like him and his partner they were trying to do that and it just if anything I feel like it made their relationship a little bit worse so it's like they got I hope feel like you, and I also feel like you need like a solid relationship like yeah. and and I think all parties need to like know where their place is like if they have an argument like I don't text them and be like oh what'd y'all argue about and I don't no. want to hear if one of them was like yeah we had an argument. I don't want to hear that no, that's not, please. I'm not here for that. Yeah. Yeah. That's not my place. It's not, you know, and, and I mean, it hasn't happened, but if one of them made me mad, like I wouldn't like tell the other one, but, like the husband made me mad and then run to the wife and say that I would not. No, <laughs> you all are mature too. The takes like you yeah. have to be mature. It's a lot of like things that are necessary for this to work. You have to yeah. have 
everyone has to be mature. The the couple has to be sturdy and strong and secure, you know, like communication. There's a lot of little different things that have to be like set for this to work. So I love this for you. It's fun. <laughs> I'm, I'm having fun. It's fun. And be like, what are y'all coming back over again? Yeah. It's been a while since I've seen them. <laughs> and I like that again I like that's a friendship so like last time they and and they came over to my house and so last time like we went out I don't remember I would think we went out shopping we went to like this place they had never been to the time before that we went to like the zoo like we do it's and that's how you know it's like a friendship like we do things yeah, y'all hanging out mm-hmm. yeah like I know if I was like yeah let's go see this movie they'd be like all right let's go on this movie and like just like friends going and it's just so happens that we're friends who have sex and they're married and that's it yeah. <laughs> all right <laughs> I like it I like it Oh. they're great if they hear this they're gonna be like i can't believe you talked about us i'm like well it's fun <laughs> after this one comes out i'm gonna send it to them and be like by the way they also they also know that like i'm a sex therapist and that i'm in school mm-hmm. for this so like they told me like when they first met me they were like oh we thought you were gonna write a paper on us <laughs> Bye. <laughs> that is like, it's funny the things that that we because we both are in the same program y'all for this whole yep. sex educator sex therapy thing and the things that they expose us to like nothing moves me and I tell people that all the time like you could tell me anything sexually and I'm gonna be like, okay all right like nothing nothing anyone says can surprise me <laughs> at this point you get so desensitized and then I feel like people think like sex there okay People just think sex therapists like have their clients having sex on their couch. That part. Like, Let's talk about that. that. Like that is not what we're doing. As someone who does sex therapy, like I see people for months and we probably actually talk about how do you have sex? Like maybe one session out of like a month. Jasmine, that's never what I talk about. Like every client, I never talk about how they have sex. A lot of my work is always with folks with like I always, I always have um, like a lot of trans clients. They will get referred to me or like someone just like with the identity stuff, you know, it's never, it's never the act of sex. It's never like, okay, I, I'm attracted to like, they might be like, like say they're lesbian. I'm attracted to women. So, okay. I, I know you have sex with women, but it's never like how they're having sex with a woman. Yeah. Okay. It's like dealing with that or like what that means for them. Yeah. I sometimes will see like people who have like pain during sex. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I see that. Uh, but again, a lot of that isn't like, how do we have sex? A lot yeah. of it is what's causing this pain? Is it this anxiety? How do we manage this anxiety? Yeah. Like, I'm not telling them like, jump on top of your partner and do x y and z yeah, move your hips like this yeah <laughs> people think that and then oh god i hate on like dating sites like i've gotten to the point where like as someone who like dates like i'm not putting on dating sites i'm a sex therapist and they immediately say oh you know all the sex things let me be honest i know four positions four. <laughs> let's be clear four i got four you can get out of me and one of those is kind of like i don't even use that one <laughs> So don't ask do you know this position I guarantee you I have no clue what position that is <laughs> I can't do it uh-uh. but like I do like, like I'm trying to get into like doing more workshops with people who want to um 
like learn different things about how to like pleasure and stuff so like that's something completely different but within therapy I don't um talk about that but like workshops and stuff yes like I'll it also depends on what area of sex therapy you want to do so some people want to work with trans folks that's the only population they want to work with yeah you know some people want to talk about what happens after you give birth and like what sex looks like that it just depends like my focus is specifically trauma and so I'm probably not telling I'm and and because it's trauma sometimes I am telling them like how do we specifically have sex but mostly we're talking about what happened to the trauma and why does it make us not want to have sex yeah mm-hmm. so I think it just depends but everyone always assumes as soon as I say sex therapist they're like oh the people are having sex on your couch uh, no or how about this this is what I get oh you a big freak whenever oh <laughs> yes 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 yeah I'll tell you I only know four positions you yes <laughs> don't ask me do you know how to do this no i've never heard of that position before in my life (laughs) so what you be doing i'm like we're not this is not about me on my couch watch tv they love to say that you you nasty and i always knew you were nasty i'm like did you did you because i'm not nasty i didn't i didn't i don't know what you see but sometimes i play into it now come on all right let's so we want to do that. Let's let's go there then. Do you okay? get worried that if you play into it though, that they're gonna ask you to do something like you're like, I'm totally not into that. You don't worry about that. Mm, I know my boundaries, and I and I hold up to them. Like if I'm not doing it, <laughs> and most of the time, like I, I feel like a lot of people that I end up talking to, they're not very. Um, a lot of people I talk to are pretty vanilla, so it's just like or they think that they're like super kinky and they like want something that's super vanilla and you're like yes that's what i come across a lot of it's like this ain't that ain't all right (laughs) that's what you you think is kinky well (laughs) we know otherwise no that's (laughs) nothing talk to people who do otherwise in the school done read about other things in class like I've done seen, seen it, it in class demonstrations they would show us I would always be like sometimes I'd be like oh my god I'm so glad sometimes that I'd be like wow I didn't know this existed yeah yeah <laughs> that's all I have yeah, that, that's how I felt sometimes yeah I was just like wow but well, the the big thing I took away was to not yuck someone's yum and I'm like very big on that so like when I talk to people, like even friends, I'm like, if someone's into something that you're not into, you just say I'm not into it. Say I'm not into it. Don't be, don't be like, oh, you, oh, what's wrong? Yes, and I feel like that's so judgmental because people are like, that's gross or that's that, and like, no, or the or in the opposite, even if they don't think it's like gross, they're like, that's boring. Like, how do you do it? Do I feel like I'm boring. So, so that's that's what I like. That's who I am. Take me as I am. Or it's just like for someone to even like my big thing is like. For them to even be comfortable enough to want to share this part of them with you. Mm-hmm. Like, think about how vulnerable they had to be to even want to be open enough to share with you, like, this is what I like. And yep. for you to be like, yuck, or just be like, ugh, that's boring, that's corny, like, yeah. that's just mean, like, yeah. you know what I mean? So that's my thing. It's just like, let them have that. If you're not into it, that's not for me, hun, you know? Yeah. And just keep it pushing. Anything otherwise, if you say like I don't like that or I don't like that's gross, yeah, that's rude and shame. Yeah. Even if you feel that way, it's just the way you say it. You ain't got to say it like that, mm-hmm. you know. But ooh we. 
That's it. Well, you know, that's dating some dating your friend. That's dating your friend. <laughs> if you do it, I say yes with caveats. I can do it if there are clear, concise boundaries that everyone sticks to. I like that. I'm gonna go with that as well. That's what I can do. But um, if you can't stick to that, then yeah, it's, it's not for you. Yes. It's not happening. It's not for you at all. Mm. It's not. So moving into sex ed stuff, because we kind of touched on it a little bit. Yes. I want to talk about something near and dear to my heart, Angie. Okay. I'm cool. a little warners, our, our listeners and our little warning, a trigger warning here. I'm going to talk about some health stuff. I'm going to talk okay. about like hospital and death. So if you don't want to hear that, skip to the end. Come on, um, trigger warning. A you know, little trigger warning so people can know. Okay. Let's talk about PCOS, um, which stands for polycystic ovarian syndrome. So let me tell you a little bit about it. I have PCOS, right? I didn't know I had PCOS, even though like when I look back when I was younger, I had all the symptoms, but I didn't know because, you know, didn't know anything about it. A lot of people don't. Mm -hmm. And then I'll tell you a last year or two years ago, I got diagnosed the summer of 2020. Um, Wow. And so that's when I found out I was, you know, my whole life, you know, didn't even know. They, my then OBGYN, who I don't see anymore. Mm -hmm. Was like, here, take some birth control and you'll be okay. And it'll treat your PCOS. Very naively, I was like, all right, you know, just take some birth control. And I'm just going to go on with my day. I'm not trying to have kids at the time. Just, you know, whatever. Yeah. And I ended up getting really sick because of the birth control. I had um, blood clots in my lungs, pulmonary embolism, which is a side effect in birth control. Yes. yes. And so it's very rare. It's like one in like, I don't know, it's a couple hundred thousand people get it. But of course I was the one who got it. That's- still one in a hundred thousand that's still like like Like, it's a really rare number like almost unheard of and of course I was the one who had it happen and after it happened I I was in the hospital for a few days and they were like yeah like you can I can never take birth control ever again Mm -hmm. okay so you know just I tell that to people I I tell that to anyone with a penis who has sex with me just know I ain't using no birth control so if you ain't using a condom we run an arrest of pregnancy here that's my little that's my little warning for those people there but Mm -hmm. I say all that to say is that like I got really sick and I couldn't use birth control and my OBGYN was like okay well you're just gonna have to deal with your symptoms and I was like how is that treating because that's the only thing that I was offered was birth control and I can't take it and I started a really deep dive into PCOS and so I learned that it's common in fact it's something like 15 percent of women have it Mm. And that's a really high percentage of people who have it. And if you go on like social media, there's a lot of people talk about it. And like, you get into like PCOS, like cycles and circles and like there's yeah. politicians, but mm. multiple people have had the same story. Like me, they got diagnosed. They're told, don't worry about this condition. Just take birth control. They get sick or the birth control makes them feel worse. Or in my case, they almost die. Jesus. And then they're like, well, how do I treat my condition? Mm. And it's actually one of the main causes of infertility in women. And so sometimes people don't realize that they're like have PCOS until they're trying to get pregnant. And then they go, oh, by the way, you have PCOS and it causes infertility. Wow. I did not know that. I didn't know that causes infertility. Causes infertility. So a lot of people don't realize until they get pregnant or in like my scenario, they take birth control and have a really bad side effect. And they can't more. But again, 15% of women have it. And that's like the estimates. It could be larger, but that's it's like, probably much higher than that. Probably imagine all the people, imagine people who like aren't trying to get pregnant. So they don't realize they have symptoms. Not yeah. So it's such a thing. And so I'm a big advocate of everyone getting tested. And essentially what it is, is PCOS 
is that you're not always ovulating. So this, which is what causes infertility or like what's supposed to, the follicles that are supposed to make the egg and get the egg. And so then through your period, mm-hmm. they're always, don't always develop. So then people don't ovulate because the egg isn't dropping that mm-hmm. when it would meet with the, it would meet with the sperm in the uterus. So that doesn't always, in the fallopian tubes, doesn't always happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's for some people. It also causes really high levels of like what are considered the male t- um, hormones, like testosterone and whatnot. So then people get like chin hair. I used to have like two baby chin hairs that would get like super long. And I was like, what is that? But didn't think anything of it. Oh, I have PCOS. That's why. One of the signs is difficulty losing weight. Cause a lot of people end up getting diagnosed with diabetes because of their PCOS cause of the high testosterone. Mm-hmm. Stuff. So it's like a really serious, actually, um, March had PCOS advocacy day. So like a lot of like people who are really big into the um, PCOS community and like doing like that. So it was March 3rd was actually so yesterday. Oh, was, oh, okay. Yeah. So like there were pushing, like a lot of people in the community are pushing like the Congress to pass laws to do more research in it. Cause we're finding that the numbers of people with PCOS is increasing, but they don't have an actual cause or know why you just kind of are born with it. We don't really know why some people have it and some don't. And it could be something that we that's there that's causing it. We just don't have enough research saying what it yeah. is. So I always encourage everyone to like, ever since I learned about it, especially if you're a person who feels like you can't lose weight, like you really struggled no matter how hard you try, which is always a big thing for me. I was like, I worked out as a college athlete and mm-hmm. like, I could like never lose weight. I was like, it doesn't make sense. Like, I yeah. get it. if you feel that, if you find like you get like hair in like places that are traditionally like men places, like, you know, chin hair, mustache, things like that. Some people I've seen like a social media when they have like, there's really severe symptoms. They'll actually grow like full beards. Yeah, and, I see that. I see yeah, that. Some people like, yeah. So if you find that you get tested and all you need is like three, there's three symptoms of it. You just need two in order to be considered. So you need the high testosterone, the high androgenins, those male hormones. You need to have the cyst in your ovaries. That's when, you know, the egg is not developing. Um, and then you would get, they do it by blood tests and that's how they determine, you know, what's okay. going on. You, just get a, you can ask your doctor. And I used to think like my GYN would do the test. She ran the test, but it gets treated by a whole different doctor, by an endocrinologist. And a lot of people don't even know that. It causes, and like I said, it leads to diabetes for a lot of people. A lot of people have insulin resistance as a result of it. Mm. So, so you ask your gynecologist or, or any doctor just to get tested for it. Yeah, to run the blood work. They can run me for PCOS. And if they, if the blood work shows, yes, you have it, then you can go see the, the endocrinologist who I highly recommend. Mm. I see my endocrinologist and I, I see her all the time. We get all the blood work and she takes and there's, and there's lots of like supplements. Some people say you have to live a certain like diet. Um, really big thing in the community is like dairy free and gluten free. I don't do dairy free. I love me some cheese and dairy free cheese is is not the same, but I do live at like, I do eat about 25% gluten free. Okay. As a result, you know, and I do feel like it has managed some symptoms, but it doesn't mean you have to. And I think it, you just talk with your endocrinologist. I have like a whole PCOS team. So I have a new GYN who helps me with this. I'm an endocrinologist. I have a nutritionist. I see like, this is my team that I built. Yeah. Manage my condition. Cause I want to have kids one day and I would have been devastated if I found out like I couldn't have kids because I just was taking that birth control in my first GYN yeah. gave me and didn't know. G- yeah. Mm. 
Wow, this is something I did not know about it like this. Like I heard of it, you know, I see it on TikTok, like all these girls talking about changing their diet, like a PCOS friendly diet Mm -hmm. and the workouts that they're doing and boom, 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 boom. But I'm just like, okay. Yep. Yep. So a lot of people, they don't, they don't know. Yeah. It's really really unfortunate because again, like I said, 15% of the women are having it. And that's a really large percentage of people who are going on their life and really truly have no idea. And they're just kind of like living their life and, you know, saying it's fine. And so really well, all you need is like, again, the high testosterone or the high androgenins. Mm-hmm. Um, there's problems. So some people obviously don't ovulate. So that's one of the symptoms. And then this, what are called the cysts in your ovaries, which is just the egg that isn't like developing. Wow. So I, as one person, I have the cysts. So I, it's unclear. I haven't finished all the testing if I even ovulate. So I've probably gone my whole life and never ovulate it, which is really, yeah, it's a possibility. Wow. I, you know, I think there was a point in time I was ovulating just because I was tracking it and like doing some other things I was, I'm pretty sure there was, but I think there's periods of times like the year where I'm not, which then for people who are trying to get pregnant. So let's say you're trying to get pregnant. If someone like ovulates every month of the year, like they have a higher chance versus someone who only ovulates like four months of the year. Yeah. You know, things like that. So I am a strong believer, encourage everyone. Ever since I learned about it, I've gotten like, I've convinced my mom to get tested. Um, I've convinced my aunt, my aunt who also had kids found out she had PCOS because she got tested after I told her I said you need to go do it. She was like, oh, wow. I didn't know she had like the symptoms she's like has the high testosterone androgenins mm-hmm. and I guess she also had cysts on her ovaries too but she was still able to get pregnant but she yeah. found out and it causes insulin resistance so she's like I'm taking this diabetes medication and I'm diabetic but only because of my PCOS wow so PCOS got managed she got off her diabetes medication Good. let's get off the med yeah. Yeah. so like things like that so I heard so I've, I've gotten my sisters to get tested and it runs in families so if, if you know if I ever have a kid and they have a uterus like I'm gonna have them get tested gotta get them tested yeah absolutely yeah you have ovaries and uterus, and if you have ovaries I'm gonna have you get tested so we yeah. can manage it. and there's different ways to manage it and you know I think everyone does it differently but I think everyone should get tested if they can yeah, everyone with ovaries. All my ovaries mm-hmm. get tested. Ooh, wee. Yeah, strong. If you have an Angie, go get tested. I will when I go to the doctor one of these days. I will. <laughs> you know. you, when you go, you'd be like, just, you know, can you test me? Run that test, I'm going to let them know to run it. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That whole, what kind of blew me is that the whole not ovulating thing? Because, right? Wow. That's it's like, and it's crazy. And I, I, you know, again, I pay attention to kind of the PCOS circles. I look at it, you know, yeah. I'm for myself, but I'm just finding a lot of people again, have this condition for like 20 plus years, they get married and they're like, all right, I want to have a kid. And then realize, oh, it's going to take me forever to have a kid. Cause no one told me I had this condition and it's preventing me from getting pregnant. That part. Yeah. Wow. I did not know. Thank you for educating me. No, just the people. educating our people. So ask your doctor. And if you got a crappy doctor, like my GYN was not the best. No. Go find a different doctor. That part, you can go to the doctor. If you don't like them, you can say, I don't like this and go find another one. That part, yeah. Don't have to stay with any kind of doctor you don't like or you don't feel like is supportive. No. Get the support you need. You know. I love this for you. (laughs) Come on. Out here managing my symptoms. (sighs) Yes. Oh my 
agree. Well, that's the show today, y'all. The episode, the show. Is it that show? was us. Podcast. Thank you all so much for tuning in. Um, you all can follow us on all the social medias at Yam Talk Podcast. We're on Instagram. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. We're on Snapchat. We're on everything. We're on. We're not on TikTok yet, but just give us some time. <laughs> we're going to be everywhere soon at Yam Talk Podcast. If you have any questions or concerns, email us at yamtalkpodcast at gmail.com. Is there anything you want to say to the people before we go? That's it. See y'all next week. Thanks. See y'all. Bye. Bye.